Welcome to A Street in Lockdown. This podcast is an insight into the lives of people who live in and around one road and how the COVID-19 outbreak has affected them. I'm Jane Vickers and live in West Hove on the UK's south coast. Though neighbours, I'd never met most of the people taking part and because of the rules around social distancing, all the conversations you'll hear were virtual. I hope it's not too long until we can meet face to face. But in the meantime, this is a street in lockdown. I'm Jan Laurie. I've lived in the street since 1977, when my husband moved here with our two-year-old daughter and then went on to have two more children and a foster daughter, worked locally as a health visitor and very sadly he passed away two and a half years ago so um, I made the decision fairly recently that I'm not moving you know because it was a was a big um, it's a big house but I love it on this street and it's so convenient for everything especially when you're older. Yes. (laughs) Now we're talking because you saw my Yes. Uh, post on our local Facebook group and it's week 10 in lockdown which is later than some of the other discussions and chats that I've had with people and it's important to say that we're sitting outside because if you're listening to this the other interviews the other chats were inside Um, and the reason we're doing that is because the rules have relaxed a little bit over the last couple of weeks and we're two meters away we're sitting you go and you've got a lovely little dog there Um, we can come on and talk about your dog as well how has it been for you the last 10 weeks since we went into lockdown. And of course, there was a little bit before, wasn't there, where well, we... Yes, at first I, I did come... i just come back from New Zealand from visiting my son. And um, he was, you know, not... He said, you don't have to go, Mum. You know, you'll be better off here, I think, knowing so many more people. And obviously he's been completely right about that. Um, but I wanted to get back home, obviously. And uh, so I got one of the last flights back, actually. And when I came back, I came back through Singapore Air- Airport. And I was very aware that, um, you know, I'd been seeing a lot of people. So when I arrived at Heathrow, nobody was, there was no information about anything. What to do, what not to do. That amazed me. I'd booked a National Express to come back. Um, I didn't. Uh, deliberately self-isolate but fortunately there weren't many people on the bus caught the bus back here and then put myself in self-isolation for a fortnight Um, you know understanding that that would be if any covid symptoms were going to appear that was when it would happen the lady next to me on the plane actually had collapsed at one point during the journey Um, it wasn't and being a nurse I was kind of on hand and I they did put a tannoy out for if there was a doctor, but there wasn't. Anyway, it was low blood pressure. That was so it was nothing to worry about. They came from Ireland, and they they all their businesses had already shut down. Britain was England, the mainland was seemed to be a lot slower at doing a lot of things like that. Right. So when I came back, I did do one big shop, um, seven o'clock in the morning and stocked up for I only go shopping now once a month um, Mm. because I do want to do my own shopping I like to get my own gin (laughs) (laughs) and 
and I'll wear a mask and do all the necessary things and also you can park the car in the car park at Tesco so that's very convenient so um, uh, that's what I've done I've I've developed a lot of strategies for coping one of the main ones being the garden I mean at this time of year I, we had an allotment and I love gardening so a lot of time's been spent pottering, not doing too much. I've got a wonderful conservatory, which I've got geraniums in, and I, I really enjoy gardening. So, But the main thing I've found spending time is playing games. I'm a great gamester. So playing games on Messenger or Skype, Trivial Pursuit, Phase, Scrabble, Upward. It's amazing what you can do. I play online Upward and Scrabble, you know, on the game thing. Yeah. But this is talking to my friends and playing it at the same time so we have a natter first and it's a daily occurrence so that's good that's got me through a lot you know through of, yeah, I'm gonna... just going to say my bicycle I've been out on my bike a lot which I love so I've got the exercise I mean I think if this had happened at any other time of the year it would have been a lot more difficult and yeah. um, I'm lucky I've got a house with a you know, my bedroom faces east, so in the mornings the sun streams in. I've got a sea view if I pull the net curtains to one side. So I'm, I'm so lucky compared to most people who have been in lockdown. Yes, yeah. yes. I've got a family as well who we're in touch. My son's arranged a weekly Skype with all the... Because I've got another stepson in... Um, America and uh, the others are dotted around Britain so we all get together if we can nine o'clock on a Friday night and it's a cacophony of sound there's not much news gets exchanged but a lot of laughter and making sure that we're all all right oh, which that's is the lovely. main thing what yes. a great thing yes yeah. we're doing that um, with parts of my family we're doing um, the online quiz on a Thursday yes yes my in-laws yes, uh, yes that's quite good it's quite a connection isn't yes, it, it is. yes it is yes just seeing everyone on Skype yeah yeah. So I spend nearly every morning when the weather's like this in the front garden because I can't get Skype out here because it's yeah. too far from the box. So I play in the front garden in the sunshine with yeah. friends and chat to everybody who goes by, really, which is great. You like the sun, don't you? Oh, I love it. Yeah, I'm a, I've always been a sun worshipper. Because you look I'm, extremely tanned. Well, I think I've you just been to New Zealand. Oh, so, of course, yes. So, and my husband and I were really lucky enough to, since I retired to go a to not never winter here really you know New Zealand and Australia and backpacking and camping and doing all kinds of exciting things and then when my son settled out there the last three years I've been going out there in the winter for two or three months which has been great yeah can I ask you about um how you found or what you what you how you thought you would be because obviously it's not too long ago since you lost your husband um were you worried coming back from New Zealand that you you know you were coming into this sort of you know lockdown situation obviously the dog is a new addition we'll come on to that but how did you think you'd cope and well I think I have to say something quite personal that since my husband died I'm not I don't want to die but I'm not that bothered (laughs) do you know what I mean it's not that life is important but it's taken on a different Mm. meaning really so I think therefore I'm not as I think being a nurse as well you've seen a lot of stuff go on you know so I'm not I'm not um and I'm quite fit and I'm quite sensible so I'm not 
do putting myself at any risk and I'm not mixing with anybody who's putting themselves at any risk. You know, I am being really careful. And I'm also actually still on a small dose of antidepressants, so which I decided I've tried coming off them, but various things have happened, so I haven't managed that. And I don't think I'll ever manage it. No. You know, there's no need to worry. They're not addictive, but they just seem to keep me more positive about yeah. things generally. Yes. So, so you weren't anxious at all when you were coming back from New Zealand. You had you had enough confidence in your yes. coping mechanisms yes. that yes. you were going to yes. be okay. Yes. That's good. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think if I hadn't, I wouldn't have come back. So you've got these um, networks, sort of an online network. What, are there any other things that you've noticed or that have occurred to you over the last sort of 10 weeks or so that we've been in this situation? Obviously, it's easing a bit. What have you thought of life and society? <laughs> I feel incredibly privileged to live where I do. And I think it's easier for me being older. I do feel very... I'm very aware that younger people are struggling. I've got six grandchildren and they're all seeming to do okay. They're being looked after well. Um, and But I just... My, one of my granddaughters said, if you say unprecedented again, Popsy, I said, well, that's what it is, isn't it? It's totally unprecedented. <laughs> and, and I do feel that, you know, if they go through difficult times, I mean, I think there's going to be a lot of repercussions with mental health after this. I have to say but then don't like to say but there are quite a few positive things that have come out of it one of which is you know the community is much more I know this banging the dustbin lids or not dustbin saucepan lids or clapping is a, a real thing that is very important but it it it's made I don't want to get political either but it's just made me feel very strongly that I've got a daughter who's on the front line. I've got um, her colleague lives with me. They're both working, in, you know, in the health service. And um, I just feel there's they're not looking after the people who really, who are, nurses are reasonably well paid, but people like shop assistants and delivery men and dustmen, who have all been amazing, I have to say. Uh, uh, just let's hope that they're going to, you know, value them a little, a lot more than they have done. What about the public? Do you feel that there's been public appreciation for different yes, professions? Yes, I do. Yes, yeah. yes, I do. I've yes. never said, so I've said thank you to nurses and doctors before in my life. Mm. Um, but I've never said thank you, like properly gone out of my way to say thank you to a supermarket worker before, but I have... Yes. During lockdown. Yes. I mean, out. I've always thanked them, but I'm thanking yes. them specifically for being there. Yes. 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 Like the dustman today, you know, he spoke to me. And I mean, I've always been, you know, I first came to Brighton in the 70s and I did my health visiting course here. And I remember they wanted us to invite all the people that had helped do when we were doing our course to us like a leaving party. So I invited the parking attendant who'd directed us to our parking space every morning that wasn't on that wasn't that wasn't part of it and I thought because you know <laughs> I, I just was really because I'm from the Midlands I'm not from you know the south and I just felt that was 
not a very nice way of looking mm. at things because if they were asking who'd been important to get us into class at the right time, it was where he showed us the parking space was and it was an older gentleman probably being... Anyway, that's... Yes, yeah, so I have always tried to thank people, especially, um, you know, my husband was in hospital a lot and most of the workers there, they had a hospital at home staff, they were all Filipino in the hospital, was hardly a British voice. So I've all, and the clean, you know what I mean, I've always tried to, I never managed a ward or anything, but I think those are the people that, um, when the chips are down there, they don't do their job properly, it, it, the work can't be carried out properly. Yeah. Yes. Do you think this is a moment in history that we've gone through? Oh yes, I mean, I think it, it's, I'm sh- you know, we had um, we had used to have loads of foreign students staying here. You know, during the summer to make some extra money for holidays and things. And my husband used to like watching the History Channel. And one of them it was my daughter's friend. My daughter lived in Chile for a while, but it was her friend Jimena. Said, "You talk about war a lot here, don't you?" I said, "Well, my husband watches the History Channel. He loves anything to do with war. And I think this will be like that, won't it?" Now, with the war, I was born just after the war. And, you know, in Coventry, which was bombed, we used to walk past bomb sites to school. It was not anything particularly... And it wasn't acknowledged, but it's been acknowledged much more in the later years. And I'm wondering if the same kind of thing will happen with this, that we've all been through this. We're not alone. They weren't alone in the war. Some people suffered more than others. Some people have suffered more than others here. But it will be later on that the true impact of this will probably be... Um, understood more. Now, your dog um, is doing a stretch in front of us in the backyard here on your cobbled um, paving stones. Um, what, tell us about tell us about this new addition to your house. Well, I um, I've always wanted a dog, and uh, because of our lifestyle and working, we never I never had one. My husband was brought up with dogs, and he said they were treated better than him. He was brought up in Glasgow, in a kind of council estate, so it was quite. Um, quite different and then when after he retired and I retired we traveled all this and then and then I've been traveling but I thought I'm fed up of waking up in this bedroom on my own <laughs> you know and I'm not now so he's not oh, my the dog's in the bedroom <laughs> yeah, of oh, course oh. yes <laughs> <laughs> and she's brilliant she sleeps all night and doesn't even snore do you so um and what's so her name she was called Chance but I wanted to call her Lucky because oh. I had, I've got a photograph. We never had a dog at home apart from before, I, when I, just when I was born, called Lucky. And I said to my cousin, who's still alive, you know, I said, why do you think we never had any more dogs? She said, I think you were enough for them, Jan, actually. <laughs> as an only child, as most of my friends of that generation were because they put having babies on hold, you know. And so a lot of my friends, contemporaries, are um, singletons, yeah. So my uh, stepdaughter said her friend had got a, a required, acquired a dog from this uh, dog Romanian rescue. So I went on the website and put my... Oh, look, you are itching, aren't you? I haven't seen a sign of anything. Um, and I wrote to them and then they wrote back and said, you know, we're, we're on lockdown at the moment, but we've got the perfect dog for you. Her name's Chant. She's very calm. She wants a one-to-one. She's a lovely, quiet dog. Long and short of it was, Boris relaxed a few rules and enough that they could bend them a little bit more. So just to bring her down last Tuesday. So and and she's gorgeous. And Did I you get her be... because of lockdown? No, 
no, I was going to get a dog anyway. Yes, yeah, but I, it would have been lovely to have had her through lockdown. But then I did a lot of things, you were saying. I did a lot of... I belonged to an art group in Wellington. I was in New Zealand in Wellington for two months. And I belonged to a fantastic art group called Vincent's, after Vincent van Gogh. And they're inspirational. I'm on their webpage. So I do, I do a lot of painting oh. So um, and also lots of other things. So... Oh, that's been a great um, diversion during this period for me. Knitting, lockdown, you know, painting, reading, obviously, mm. catching up with DVD, not DVDs, you know, catch up TV and whatnot. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I don't know whether this is too challenging. Tell me to mind my own business if I'm asking something. But do you think, because I, I kind of relate to some of the stuff you're saying about keeping busy. Yeah. Um, and I was always brought up to be quite a busy child, yes. you know, not one to lope about and I think one thing that I've taken into adulthood which I which I don't think is particularly brilliant is not being able to relax very well because and I don't know what that is about I need to sort of maybe think about that a little bit I think I think that do you think a little bit about keeping yourself busy is because maybe if you stop there might be some things that are difficult yes yeah with the whole lockdown thing but also bigger than that I suppose well I I suppose bereavement is yes, huge yes it and, is yeah. and um you know I know my husband wouldn't have wanted me to carry on which I'm doing and uh it wasn't as though he was taken suddenly had a you know a long protracted illness and so he c- couldn't go on his stayed alive as long for me I know that yeah. I was very lucky to, we were just you know we did get on so well um I do reflect. I mean, what does anybody else do before they go to sleep at night? I mean, you know, I mean, when I was working, I had to have a long, deep soak because we were hectic. I've got, I wrote a diary in those years and I can't believe what we did. So I don't need a bath every night now. I mean, I certainly don't when I'm on a water meter now. (laughs) (laughs) But um, no, I mean, so I don't need that. I've got enough time. I'm not. I'm a people person. I'm not a not good with my own company. Mm. I was, you know, so that's why I had several children. You know, because I thought not. I didn't want them, but I thought they would need each other. Then you have this sibling rival, and you think, why did you bother? <laughs> are you one of many? Are you one of many, or are you just me and my brother? But yes. Mm. Yeah. I suppose I never had, you know, I was all, I had an imaginary friend, you know, and all of this business. So I, um, yeah, so I'm, I, yeah, I've got, I've got a nice balance now because I can talk to her. So I'm not going mad, you know. Yes, <laughs> so, yes, 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 yes. And um, I've got quite a lot of friends. So, yeah. yeah. So it's all, I think that's yeah. it, actually. Maybe it's more a personality rather than anything too... Too, yes. too deep. Yes, I about. mean, some people, I know I've got my stepdaughters very... And my husband was what I would call more spiritual than me, you know. I'm not that I'm, I'm not religious at all. But I'd, going down to the beach this morning, I was down there at 8 o'clock, just I thought I'm going to introduce her to the sea. She was not impressed. No. Uh, but it was just beautiful, yeah. just sitting there, watching the gulls, and then the beach filled up so quickly. Yeah. We're talking half past 8, yes, no, you know. Yeah. What are your hopes now? That all my family and everybody I know doesn't succumb to this and that there's light at the end of the tunnel. I think things are never going to be the same, I don't think, for quite a long time. Mm. And I think, I hope that there's not a lot of civil unrest because I think that's one of the reasons I'm sure lockdown was because we don't live in the inner city 
you know, I've worked in a lot of these areas in the middle of London when I was midwife, being a midwife, and, you know, how have they coped? What about all this, you know, domestic violence abuse and everything? I mean, it's it's awful. So I'm a very optimistic, positive person, so I'm hoping that all the good things that have come from this will be will sustain people for longer. People will speak to each other in the street now. I mean... Mm. When you go on a country walk here, everybody talks, but not in the street. They look as though you've gone... <laughs> and do you think that's changed, the community? Yes, and, oh yeah. yes, definitely. Yeah, I def- and I think your, you know, the St Leonard's group yes. has been that, obviously, technology. Now, how would we have coped without this technology? It's been... Yeah. Um, it's made... I can keep in touch with all my family, as everybody else can. And having this so local... I mean, I put stuff out, you know, it goes, they put stuff, I've just picked picked up a good book to to read, and, I mean, it's wonderful. Yes, I mean, it's... And who is going to help you, really? Your neighbours are next door. They're they're there if you're in need, you know. They don't have to go anywhere, they're next door. And I've always felt one of the main reasons I didn't move was my neighbours. I mean, and Gary have been here for years, and... um, house so John's been there for years but Taryn's a nurse and she's just moved in and you know but I've I've always tried but when you're working you don't see your neighbours I mean I've hardly ever sat in that front garden and is there something apart from all the online stuff that you talked about is there anything else from what we've been through so far that has changed the way you do stuff well I've never liked shopping my husband always did the shopping so I suppose I went more often than once a month. I'm never going to go more often than once a month again. You know, that's something very practical, obviously. Um, I think getting up early in the morning, um, I have done it in the past, but not that often. But the weather has been amazing. Mm. So it's no hardship if you've had a good night's sleep and you open the curtains, there's the sun and there's not many people about, you're going to get on your bike and cycle to Rottingdean, you know, so making the most of the whole day, maybe, yes. Well, it's really lovely to meet you as well, because what's what's been strange about talking to the other people so far is that it's all been online and I haven't met any of these people before. We'd obviously had a a chat on the telephone, but actually coming here and doing this face-to-face is actually really nice. I've got one thing I meant to ask you. How have you found not the, the whole hugging thing and not being able to hug? Oh, incredibly difficult. Incre- I mean, um, you know, we're a very tactile family. Not that I've seen the family. At, well, Mia, I've seen Mia. She's a midwife. She lives nearby. Her cat's just been killed on the road today. So, oh, no. oh she just messaged me now. She'll be in a terrible state. Um, I found when we've, I met that's her. That's your daughter? Yes, my yeah. foster. I've got a foster daughter, yes. so that's her. Yeah, she... We met at the weekend to go for a lovely walk in Hope Gap. I don't know if you know it near Cookmere. It's a beautiful walk, beautiful walk. And, you know, the first thing you want to do, and it was interesting because families, we saw a lot of families who'd never, and I'm afraid they didn't keep the rules because they hadn't seen each other for so long. It was, come here, give us a hug. Two or three times I saw that. So, you know, it's very, very difficult, yes, because once you see them, if you are not got a... You know, you, you you don't want to make the whole other effort that you've put in pointless, do you? No. No, no. no I, I find that, I found that I went to see my parents at the weekend, yes. did rather similar, walk, yes. Yes. did the bit of a two yes. metres, picnic yes. in the garden. Yes, yeah. 
Uh, but it was actually really difficult not hugging at the beginning and end, but the middle yes. bit was fine. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I think, again... Why go through all of this if you... Because yeah. especially with your... You know, I mean, this is... Because my son said, Mum, you're in the category. I said, I'm... You know, you're over 70 and all this rubbish. I said, well, I, you know, OK, that's... I am, but I don't... You know, I'm very sensible and yeah. I'm not going to do anything that's, that's yeah. dangerous. And then I rang my cousin up in Coventry, who's 86, the same age as husband's quite a bit older than me. And she said, I go on the bus every week shopping. I said, June? She said, oh, I'm, I don't want anybody doing my shopping for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I've got other friends here who haven't been outside. Yeah. And I thought, and they, she lives in Coventry, busy city. Yeah. And uh, I thought that we're all handling it in very different ways. And she's not one to break the law or anything, but she, you know, she was going to do her own shopping and that was her one out yeah. in a week. She was definitely going to do it, you know, so... Yeah. So is a hug the thing that you'll most look forward to when things go back to normal, if they... Well, I've got the dog now. I have to say that yeah. has made a big difference, yes. yes. That I mean, physical the... contact with another creature. Yes. Yeah, another... being... Yes, yeah. it is, it is <laughs> yeah. really, you know, yeah, really, for me, that was oh, very important, yes, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, okay. it's lovely, lovely okay, to talk thank to you. you. I really enjoyed meeting you. Yeah, you yes, too. thank and, you very um, much for your It's time. a pleasure, pleasure. Yeah. Thanks for listening to A Street in Lockdown. For more stories, go to a streetinlockdown.co.uk.